Hello and welcome. This week we will be talking about a Kickstarter project called D20 Pro Unlimited Virtual Tabletop, a virtual tabletop designed for games such as Dungeons and Dragons. We will also be talking about a game called Firefall and our thoughts on it. We will talk about the changes that Twitch announced this week and the implications they have for streamers like us. And finally, I will review episode 10 of Legend of Korra, Long Live the Queen. Brian could not make it, so today Josh will be joining me on the podcast. Welcome, Josh. Hey, guys. How's it going? Um, pretty excited to be here. Don't mind my super awesome cough I have, and this should be a good night. <laughs> awesome. Uh, this is the Avalon Pending Podcast. Come pod with us. Uh, before we begin, I want to mention that if you have any suggestions for games we can play or any topics we should cover, let us know on Twitter, at Avalon Pending. So let's get going with our Kickstarter of the week, which is the D20 Pro. And we've we've actually looked into some tabletops before because we we've been wanting to play D&D as a group, but we're all... You know, I'm Illinois, Josh is Florida, Brian's all the way in Super expansive, superly expanded across yeah. the entire continental U.S. Right. So we've been wanting to play the game, but a lot of the virtual tabletops out there are kind of either hard to learn or non-existent or suck. And so this one was... We don't uh, have a lot of experience in it, so... <laughs> exactly. There's a lot of setup, especially if you're the dungeon master and stuff, to get it all ready to go and everything, so... But this one's cool. Um, so yeah, they, I guess they've made one before. They talk about it in here. They've made a D20 Pro, um, which they call something else. They just called uh, D20, D20 Pro. Pro. This one's Legacy. unlimited. Right, this one's unlimited. It's supposed to have more. <clears throat> multi-touch and multiplayer and yeah, multi-platform, which will be nice, except for Apple right? users, but whatever. <laughs> so yeah, you can D&D, any, most versions of D&D. Um, Warhammer. So pretty much a lot of those tabletop type games yep. that are out there. With a lot less mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. This project, um, they uh, pledged a goal of 10,000, but they have a bunch of other goals uh, underneath that. But they've already hit the 10,000. Mm. Um, they still have 33 days to go. So I think they might hit a lot of their extended ones because it seems to be going up quite fast. Well, they made $300 in the last 20 minutes since I've been on here. Right, since we've been watching, yeah. Um, so let's see. They're, uh, let's go into the initial goal. So what they want to do is um, right now their, their current version they have only offers a square grid, and they want to build something that allows you to be like no grid, so free movement, or like a, a hex grid. Because I've never used a hex grid in d and I've only ever used a square grid, grid but I guess hex Liquid. grids are better for other games besides D&D. Or they're easier to navigate. Do you want to give a like definition sideways. on a grid? It's just, it's a grid. A grid. Grid? Yeah, you're saying. You give the definition. No, no, I don't know the definition because it's your word. That's why I figured you'd give grid. it. A grid. <laughs> <laughs> a grid. Um, a hex grid. I think a hex grid just allows you to be able to go sideways, right? So it just gives them more free movement type thing? Probably, yeah, more than just front, back, left, and right. You probably get, I guess, strafe. That wouldn't be the right term for it. Strafe? No, no, not strafe. Just diagonal movement, yeah. Diagonal movement, yeah. Um, Free movement. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, kind of like Baldur's Gate. That'd be fun. Right, right. 
And I guess they're going to be doing a lot of work into it for characters, so it'll look really good. Characters well, move. I feel like if they're going to keep to the D&D, I haven't played many of them. <coughs> but right. I know a lot of them are square grid based. I feel like the, like the no grid at all would be mm-hmm. an interesting thing to program in and keep yeah, the rules together. Yeah, free movements. And that also be... comes down to, uh, I know we're skipping a couple of stretch goals, but they're shadow casting oh, in the Fog of War. That looked pretty interesting. Where it, Which goal is that? That's their uh, 75k goal. 75k goal. Yeah, that's their biggest goal is the 75k. No, that's not their biggest. They got 90k with the mobile Oh, shit. There sheet. it is. Yeah. But the mobile seven, character but sheet. The, yeah. the oh, so casting. you can have it on your tablet. Oh, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, but the shadow casting was pretty cool because, <clears throat> I mean, you could, it, show, it oh, you shows. Oh, you can see your, what's ahead. You could, yeah, you could show the visibility of each character. I gotcha. And that would go really well with the um, no like grid free movement. So that would make oh, yeah, it easier yeah. for the dungeon master compared to, oh, you can only see a certain amount of, of tiles ahead of you. Right. You actually it shows you what you can and cannot see on that on that specific dungeon. Right. Right. Yeah, that'll be cool then. Um, they're gonna try and make it really open source kind of thing, so that um people like they'll have the main plugins, but they want people to be able to make their own plugins and their own setups yeah. so they'll yeah. like it can incorporate like any type of game besides D and like the other few main ones that well, are that's what there. their unlimited rules is for their 30k right rule. so you can you can even almost make your own game like D, mm-hmm. but based off of your own rule set well there's tons of websites like even i know this isn't part of them but <coughs> excuse me roll 20 is another mm-hmm. website where you can make your own game but it's not as fluid and not as I, I want to say immersive because yeah, but you have to think ahead. And the programs are—I've tried using them; they're they're kind of a headache mm-hmm. to learn. This seems like it's a little more streamlined and just a little more. Right. User it seems friendly. like it'll be easier. Yeah, user friendly. Right, and it's touch too. They want to make it so you can use it on your tablet instead of just having it on a, a computer. Or if yep. you have one of those big table computers, that's a touch screen, mm-hmm. then you can do one of those and get away from actual physical because. A physical is cool, and I really enjoy physical. Yeah, because of but all to, the creation right. stuff. But, but to be able to open it up to more worlds, more yeah, and easily you, accessible. And being like an actual tabletop game and create and actual parts and everything, you only have a limited right. amount of places you can go. They should right. probably go infinitely as long as it's rendered or however right. they will do it. Oh, you know what would be cool too? You know how you have those little figurines you can buy and you put them on a thing and it reads their character data Kind of like stuff? Skylanders. Yeah, That'd you get one of those, you and you on, make like, it work camera. with your tabletop game. Oh, That'd be pretty then cool. you can have all your character data on your character, your physical characters. Put it down. Yeah. Like you go to a fucking gaming place where someone's saw, playing the game. I, it wasn't a Kickstarter, down. but I saw like a concept video of something of the sort. Yeah. And it had little tiles that did all that for your tax. Right. I don't know what that... I, it was a Dungeons & Dragons variant, but I don't think it was actually a thing Right. Yet. That'd be cool to implement that into something like this. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, so maybe you know once it eventually comes out, we'll go ahead and give this a shot and actually purchase it because it's probably going to cost money to use, or maybe they'll give it out for free. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. It's it might be on the app store maybe within app purchases yeah. maybe. Right, the app that might cost money, but to download it on the PC might not. Eh, it might still. I mean... Right. No, it's it'll be interesting to see what they end up charging people for it. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Here we go. Uh, the 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 pledges. Um. Uh, thank you, Hall of Backers. Legacy upgrade. Welcome back, existing D20 programmer. Okay, so that I guess we'd have to look at what they're currently 
um, doing, but it looks like it might be maybe five bucks to be able to have a player license and then be able mm-hmm. to, you know, make or have the game on your computer. Right. I don't know. I'm sure that'll all be figured out as they get further on. With right. Their build. I mean, they did hit their, their goal, but I, 10, I'm yeah. still looking for it... them to hit into uh, that 90K for the mobile character yeah. sheet. Does it say when they started it? I always wonder about that, where it's if it says if um, when the the Kickstarter actually began, but I don't think it ever does. I don't know. I've never or... really been on Kickstarter before. Oh wait, here we First go. Created. Funding period: thirty six days, August eighth. So this was only done two days ago. Really? So two days, well, and they've already hit their that? initial goal. It's underneath all their pledges. It says funding period: August eighth to September thirteenth. September thirteenth. Huh. Yeah, two days in, so... they already got ten grand towards it. Yeah, so I think they could definitely hit their 90 grand mark. Oh, yeah. And then that would make for a very good tabletop uh, game. Great. Yeah, that'd be... So, is there anything else to mention about this thing? Um, if you feel like back in a good tabletop system, hit them up. (laughs) Yeah. That's about it. (laughs) Um, I'm sure everybody knows how Kickstarter works. Right, Pathfinder, that's another one. What's that? That's one that they're also Pathfinder. That's another one they're promoting on here. I don't know. It's like D and D, I guess. I don't know. I've never played it either. But Pathfinder. I don't know many tabletop games. I never had the option. No. I have, I've only ever played D and D slightly, and um, another one, but I don't remember which one that was. Hmm. But great. So yeah, they have 257 backers. They're currently at. 10,255, and they have 33 days to go, Actually, so go check them 10, out. 10,280. Ooh, okay, so yeah, we're getting updates as we go. <laughs> um, if you want to go and check them out, go to Kickstarter, and it's D20 Pro Unlimited Virtual Tabletop. I imagine if by you just Mesa typed Mundy, in D20 Inc. Pro. Right, by Mesa Monday. So that's it. And we'll go ahead and uh, move on to our game of the week, which uh, we went and played uh, Firefall. Firefall, which, yes. Um, has had a little bit of hype behind it. I was uh, I don't honestly know expecting a little bit more. Yeah. I feel it like was, it was, was just yeah. a Halo clone kind of. Right, not a very good one at that. Some shitty fake <laughs> Titanfall suits. Yeah, it's not even in beta. Keep that in mind. When we were playing really? it, there, we had a lot of issues. That's, it's not in beta. It's the full game. I had a lot of issues, but that's because my computer's being a whore right now. But right. besides that, the. Uh, I don't know, like. There's the points where the little telecommunication thing will come up and there's like a an artist drawing of a of a character. Which right. Which is god awful. Did you have the issue when you joined the game your HUD was disappeared wasn't there? Um I didn't have did the you see HUD. A chat? What's and, that? And did I didn't, you see a chat? I wasn't looking for it, I was trying to figure out what the hell I was doing because it doesn't really there was a chat in the bottom left and then in your middle you had like your health and stuff and it was on the bottom middle. I didn't. I, yes. I didn't pay attention. I I noticed. I didn't notice much of a HUD until I got into uh, what do they call the battle frame, which was a cool concept okay. because you can jump from class to class if you wanted to. Right. But they're still. I don't know. They felt like kind of like a Titan, like a baby Titan fall suit. <laughs> well, let's give a description here. This is this is their description they have on their website. Firefall is a dynamic open world MMO shooter with limitless exploration of a vast future Earth. Rewarding skilled players as they progress through a deep story. I wouldn't call it that deep. Players will be able to customize their it's character in a living world. Kardashian. 
<laughs> build a customizer character in a living world that constantly offers new challenges and yeah so it, that is a cool thing you can swap between classes whenever you want well, it's just they're not you, classes, if you level they're... up with one you know you're not leveling up with the others and yeah. it's a little and then i don't know i didn't check if your experience gets reset when you switch classes I no your the experience is set for each class so if you get to like level three in one class and switch to a different one you're back, you're back to level to zero one. okay okay but good. if you go back to other class it'll be still three okay so i wasn't sure like you if you were level one as like i was when i was a dreadnought and mm -hmm. i got to low i just went and was like eh, dreadnought's cool i did that in the beginning then i went to the engineer mm -hmm. i think it was yeah the engineer. the engineer and then i leveled up and got the droid and i wasn't sure if right I was still level two, and it would take even more experience to get to level two on the next right. next class. I didn't check. I didn't actually look into that. I was still trying to figure out. Yeah, so yeah, it's set for each, which is, again is cool. You level up with if you level up evenly, or at least with the ones you like to use more often, then it's you know mm -hmm. you're not, you're not leveling just one character and then switching and then being screwed at least. I don't know when I in the beginning area, <clears throat> all I could think about like in I think Coca Cabana was it or something like that. All yeah, I could think about yeah. was like this just feels like I'm playing Halo on a Dead Island map. <laughs> I'm playing Halo with a jetpack strapped to the back of me. No, you don't even have jetpack strapped to the back of you. You got jet boots, and then it looked oh, like yeah, it's jet boots. A yeah. new like the whole Dead Island game was redone to mm -hmm. fit this. Right. So, what'd you think about the the the, the storyline then? Since they say it's a <clears throat> the storyline, I don't know. I liked the opening cinematic. That was pretty cool. Right. It was. Yeah, the way they show you each class is cool because each class is actually fighting. I didn't, so I didn't like that at all. I thought. No. Because I, I mean, I liked how they cool showed the classes. Show I didn't like how they describe it. Like you're walking, and it goes, "Oh, here's this guy. Oh, here's this guy. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, here's this guy." Is like they didn't change anything. The voice acting was god awful in some of it. Yeah. Like, I would have known there's supposed to be excitement in the conversation if there wasn't exclamation points in the subtitles. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> some I gotcha. Were there were some good voice actors. The girl with the Eastern European accent was. Mm, uh, it was yeah. kind of garbage. But the, yeah. opening, the opening scene was pretty cool. They, yeah. they, I feel like they put a lot of money into that where they could have yeah. done it somewhere else. Yeah, put it all other places like the multiplayer. Because that was like that was a one full thing you on, didn't see. That was like yeah. a full on cinematic. Yeah, it was, and they made you do it. Yeah. Like if you quit in the middle of that, you had to watch the whole thing again. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bad cinematic either. And I didn't no. like uh, what was it? The sin? I I wasn't too sure on what the hell that was. The like, sin? Yeah, or whatever. I think it was like their whole like those little pylons you had to build in the beginning. Oh yeah, like, I don't know. What I didn't were. understand half the shit. I think they were communication things, maybe yeah, or they, shields of some kind. I don't know. They didn't really explain what was going on or why we were doing. This yeah, they're just like, you oh, just had to do it. We have to do this, yeah. and then oh, there's some people that kind of look like some garbage ass <laughs> aliens from Halo attacking us. Right, and now we got right. some weird spiders that look like they're from Half Life. And now we're right. using a mining machine that looks like it's from Half-Life as well. Yeah, yeah. And then I they've got the character etching, or not etching, but the character outlines that kind of remind me of Borderlands. Yeah. And Yeah, it's taking on a lot of different games. Yeah, they tried too hard to make themselves like other games that they couldn't make themselves their own game. Right. Which is unfortunate, because it could have which, been a cool game. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of FPS. It looks like a cool game. But it I, looks like, yeah. the description looks like a cool game. I'm not a big fan of first-person shooters as it is. But right. 
this being an MMO, I'm a huge fan of MMO, so I figured I'd try it. And yeah. I like the way the classes were. I like the engineers, but they're just, mm -hmm. I'm kind of tired of seeing engineers lately in every MMO I played with turrets and shit. <laughs> it's like, all right, uh, they're kind of drawn yeah, out. Yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, it makes sense. It's nice instead of having like another kind of casting or some kind of weird right. thing. I mean, engineer works with this, but. Like, I'm a tech doctor. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, they could have done something else. I mean, it's hard to pick from all the different, like, since I wanted to be an FPS, it's hard to decide what to make, I guess, because mm -hmm. there's not so many kinds of things you can do uh, in a FPS kind of game. Like, there's not a lot of class right. types, which they did good here. I mean, I wasn't fond of the suits, but the way they had yeah. them split up. I didn't like right. that the recon guy had an assault rifle with a scope. That didn't seem right. Well, it it made guess, sense because yeah. he'd be really underpowered in the beginning. Right. But his secondary gun though is interesting. His SMG? I like the secondary gun of the yeah. I thought that was a cool SMG. Yeah. A lot of the secondary guns kind of sucked, but that one was my particular favorite for secondaries, with yeah. the exception of the uh, grenade launcher for the. Um, yeah, that didn't make any sense of the biotech. They're biotech. a healer class. I think that's meant to be more like, oh shit, I need to get out of here because mm -hmm. I'm just a squishy healer, so I'm just going to fire some guns <laughs> behind me and yeah, yeah. go. And I didn't quite care for their main gun. It was very inaccurate. Yeah. And, well, I'm, I'm, it may just because I suck at FPSs, but that's still, I felt <laughs> like it wasn't really hitting the targets like it should. Right. And I felt like it also should do some kind of healing if you're going to be right. a healer. Well, but then you get that healing might. wave at level one, at yeah. level two, and that was just kind of like felt like i was shouting like in skyrim which didn't make any sense <laughs> yeah um so yeah the one thing that you didn't see me and brian saw was the multiplayer for an mmo a supposed mmo the multiplayer blew really badly <laughs> there were points where we were had trouble joining each other's instances really and then the secondary character when the secondary character comes into the leader's mm -hmm. instance it the quests don't seem to work quite right. We got through two quests, I think, in the main world. Right. And then we uh, went to the third one, and I was able to select it, but he wasn't able to select it, and it was just a really big mess. So do you think they just jumped out of beta too soon? Yeah. That's the other thing, too. We, when we initially, me and, we initially went on, and we were wanting to play, we could not get past the beginning instance. As soon as you picked your class and got up to those drop ships and the timer started, Mm-hmm. We couldn't get past it. The timer went start, and there was a bunch of people stuck too. I don't. It might have just been a weird glitch that we happened to, you know, come in when it yeah. happened. Or maybe they've but... gotten so much good press, press that they yeah. didn't really yeah. expect their servers to last right. as long or well, do as much. When we joined, they were on the front page of Steam as the number one free to play game. Yeah, I saw moment. that a couple weekends ago, and I saw it. Yeah, looked at some videos. I was like, this looks all right. I'm not. I didn't yeah. get it because I wasn't big in FPSs, and then you guys told me to check it out so i did but yeah i was i was really expecting more from all the hype and it being out already and not a beta but yeah because a lot of the free-to-play just... games and stuff we've been playing are still in beta and they're pretty good yeah like robocraft or yeah i guess that's the only one we've really played lately but well, i've played some <laughs> games that are still in beta but yeah it's neither here nor there <clears throat> but yeah it just seemed too you know and, and the monsters weren't all that impressive i mean they're cool but they just again, look like they're from like halo, halo and half exactly and every other little bugs and stuff and every yeah. other future earth game we've played where there's some post-apocalyptic yeah. crap happening that they didn't really give a backstory to 
Right. Like this weird, like in the beginning instance, the weird long snake dragon thing. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the hell that was. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody (laughs) said anything. Yeah. Just like, oh, kill these guys. Oh, there's a big snake thing. There's some random smoke that doesn't make any sense, but we didn't want to build a good map. So we're just going to cover it up with black smoke so you can't fucking see it. Now, this is something that bugged me uh, for the uh, quest. Like when you you pick the jobs. Mm -hmm. Why on earth is it a helmet? No other game has a helmet to say this is where you have to go. Oh, like it's like a, Spartan a fucking helmet? X or a fucking question mark. Yeah, what's the, the Spartan? Like, I was looking at that. I'm like, what the hell is that supposed I to mean? I saw that. I didn't even know what it was. I just kept doing the jobs the tutorial gave me. And I liked right? the Right? So you how, didn't even know. Yeah. I like how it continued on to, like, just showing you the waypoints and whatnot. Right. Um, <coughs> kind of made up for it. And showing it, it on your HUD so you could find it easy, but... Right. It also, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it might be good end game, but I wouldn't want to waste my time to get there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like the because the because I would really like to see like, really good. Because like the dreadnought supposed to be like the tank. Like if there's right. actually gen, like the Holy Trinity tank DPS and healing going on, like which seems the like MMO, this is the way they have it set up. That I would like to play because yeah. as much as we like Guild Wars, the the, the dungeons and shit was just garbage. Right. So I've always, I've been looking for that kind of tank healer DPS thing, but wait, what's this? So this is something I haven't even seen yet. What's I didn't that? even get far enough to know this is a thing. Open world PvP. Well, you can actually defend your territory. Yeah. It's just a. Uh, it says it says right here. It's um, uh, a, a gigantic continent where no law exists. Where was that? I didn't even know that was a thing. I I might have actually tried to play a little bit further to get into that. So they have open world PvP and Battle of the Titans. This so yeah, it looks like... like there's a lot of later on stuff. <clears throat> yeah, the the Battle of the Titans looks cool. Maybe that's what that long snake thing was, but it didn't under like if they're bringing in Titans, like Titans layers and shit. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to where the hell that stupid ship they f- flew into the earth <laughs> came from. Why? Yeah, yeah. That's just like pulling at a completely different type of game and throwing it into right a after earth fps that just yeah. doesn't match it's like they're grabbing from everything right um one of the other things i don't know if you saw any riding around but that you can actually get bikes and stuff yeah. and vehicles to ride around Gotta with get some kind of mountain in open world game people would kill you if yeah you give but them a mount. those were cool i feel yeah i feel like a lot of the end game stuff would be really cool but, but the, the way this beginning the way the fight against other players to control different bases on a gigantic continent where no longer exists, that seems mm. like it's an instanced kind of, like a right. battleground, like a big group battleground, like a lot of right. PvP is. Like, it may be open world to an extent, but I didn't feel like this game was open world at all. No, no. And again, maybe we just didn't get far enough, but I didn't want to continue to yeah, get like, far enough. There's a lot of games like that you have to be hooked in, like, yeah. the first... First, That's where you like, should be putting all your money is in the beginning. And not then, even that, but still, well, yeah, not, make but the beginning... It needs to at least be on par. Yeah. Make yeah. it enjoyable. Like, right. I just started playing an MMO Wildstar that wasn't very enjoyable in the beginning, but I've seen Endgame and I know how the combat is and that's making me want to play. Yeah. This isn't enjoyable and I don't think I'll ever play it again. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you that. We, as soon as we, after, after we tried it the second time and got past that stupid glitch, after playing for maybe a half hour, 45 minutes, we gave up and deleted it. Well, yeah, I mean. I'm, I'm, I don't even want it on my computer. Yeah, I'm going to take I'm it off. I'm never going to play it again. Yeah. 
I mean, I liked the. I didn't like. Did you ever play the engineer? Uh, yeah, I tried it, but I wasn't a big fan of the engineer. And the character Maybe creation because... was weird too. Yeah. That really reminded me of what Star Citizen Wait, was going to be like. There's just... character creation. Yeah. I don't remember. I think I just remember clicking in and making yeah, a new character. Yeah, that's what you do. You just sign your name. Oh, okay. Like, that's how Star Citizen released. They were going to start their their right. game where you signed your name and then your beneficiary. But that's, again, neither here nor there. But yeah. that, then you don't know about character creation until you go to that garage thing. Then you can customize your character. Then you can paint your suit and all right. that. I was like, why the hell do I want to look like a dumbass coming right into the game? Like, I had a big, <laughs> yeah. like, Mario mustache and, like... Right. I no, yeah, I had, a, I had the mustache. Brian had a, a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> The Mario mustache was kind of cool, though. Like, the engineers, I like the graphics of them switching their guns and the concept, but that right. still seemed really weak. Well, the engineers don't even have a gun. It's like a wrist No, attachment. they have a shotgun that attaches to their wrist. Right. Like, everything's right. around the wrist. Like, they're not yeah. doing anything with their hands. And that's well, I think seemed... it's supposed to free up the hands so they can do stuff. But they're not. The they wrists. shoot their beam to fix everything. That no, beam I is know what you mean. To break down, and then you're alternate Did you ever fire. put down a, a turret? Yeah, I, I did. I never actually when put one down. Was pretty decent it does was, it beam it there or does he actually build it no it's kind of like um like you're placing something like it gives you a little exoskeleton of it and you can just place gotcha. it wherever and it'll so it's not, he never uses his hands then is what you're saying no i don't okay. I, I didn't understand that yeah and then i, I didn't gotcha. understand the shield with the dreadnought because they didn't really give you a description when he chose the armor like usually right. they give you some kind of tutorial on what everything does like right. i don't know how, like i saw the guy have all these cool plasma shields but it didn't tell me yeah. how to do that i wasn't sure that was a skill yeah you right click on it to activate the shield or whatever yeah but that and it doesn't useless. even work all the time like it has a recharge and you, you can't even shoot with mm-hmm. the shield up like what's the point yeah i feel like there should be a hole where that shield is so you can still right. shoot and protect or yourself. at least be able to use your shotgun or something yeah. while you have the shield up like it make a compromise but shields up and you, that's it you're just pure tank. You can't even attack. That just seems stupid. And, and Recon seemed like it wanted to be like a rogue assassin type class. Right, right. But Not really an actual you get in the beginning is like a 20 second stealth, which didn't make any sense yeah. to that kind of class. Right, right. <coughs> yeah. Because you wouldn't have stealth for someone who's a sniper. No. Well, you would, well, you... but it wouldn't be like sneaking up on someone and stabbing them kind of stealth. It'd be like, I'm hidden in the bushes kind of stealth. Yeah, and it wouldn't be like a cloaking device. Maybe if you're running... But recon, right. I feel like if you're going to be a sniper, you wouldn't use that kind of stuff. You use your camouflage, and then you sit back, right. and you'd be right. slow moving. And then, like the recon, where you do have kind of stealth, would be you're running in to get information or place like right. A and have something some like shit. a knife or some kind yeah. of melee weapon, yeah. so you don't make noise. Exactly. That wouldn't be. Oh, I have this big fucking automatic rifle that I'm going to shoot and scare the hell out of everybody, and then right. run back in my stealth. It's only going to last 20 seconds, and then they're going to rate me. Gotcha. <laughs> um. So yeah. Oh. And, uh, what What would you give this game uh, out of? I don't know. Let's say 10. Out of 10, I'd give it like a three. Yeah, I'm a solid three too. A big maybe thing two about it, it's an FPS, and you don't have fucking grenades. Yeah. Are you serious? Maybe you get them later as a skill, know. but there's no that grenades. should be something you always have. <laughs> like probably my favorite FPS is still Borderlands and you have fucking grenades in that and it's class based right right there's, there's always fucking grenades and you get some badass grenades but still even just okay. some kind of AOE explosive but whatever right no I'm with you or maybe like well one of them has like a, a shockwave thing but that's neither here and there yeah. um okay so yeah we obviously didn't like the game very much if you want to check it out cool go concept, ahead but that's about it, it 
yeah, maybe if you have more people playing, or if you can work yourself through the beginning bits and get to the end bits, it'd be a lot more fun. But it's definitely not as cool as it's hyped up to be. Yeah, it's too much hype for nothing. <laughs> yeah, and if you're going multiplayer, I wouldn't even recommend it. The multiplayer just seems so screwed up. I wouldn't even give it the a shot. The only multiplayer I saw was other people running around pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> so, alright, so let's go ahead and move on to our main topic, which you haven't actually heard about yet, so that'll be good. Yeah. We're going to talk about the changes that Twitch recently came out with, and it actually caused a little bit of an uproar with a lot of gamers and stuff. So I'll go. Ahead. I'm going to talk about the um, the first change, which is the um, save forever feature that's gone. Well, I thought that you was gone a while ago. No, it it was still technically there, but now you can't do it at all because they were talking about how only two percent of the video of the viewed content right. is watched <laughs> or old videos. Most of the stuff is live stream. People don't necessarily watch the old ones after. Well, that makes I guess sense they were because it's like usually shipped right to YouTube though. Right, for people like Which, us who especially don't do now that, it's since pain, YouTube yeah. owns them and there's more integration, mm -hmm. it's it's they've made it easier, which is a nice thing. They've made it easier to go to YouTube. But I can see where that takes up a lot of their server data and everything. I have right, all those fucking videos that nobody watches. It, it makes sense, it but makes sense, people but... weren't necessarily thrilled about it. You can still do a save like feature, mm -hmm. save for well, a save forever feature, which is like a highlight, mm -hmm. and you can do up to like two hours, I think, of a highlight. So you can save highlights and save them on there for people and stuff, but it's better just to put it up on YouTube. Um, right. So that was one of the changes. People were, I don't know, they weren't as pissed about this one as the other thing, but they were still upset about it. You know, those people that have a bunch of videos on there and stuff. Oh yeah, well, it makes sense. I mean, that's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of content they have to move now. Right. But the main thing, the big thing, is the copyright they started doing. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read it from you for you. This is on IGN's website, by the way. Um, so let's see. Twitch will use Audible Magic Tech. And what it does is it scans videos for music or co copyrighted things. And this can also include in-game and background music, too, picked up by the stream. Not just maybe if you're playing Pandora or something like that. And what it'll do is it'll look for it, and if it finds copyrighted material, it'll flag it, and it will actually mute your video. And it'll mute it for a 30-minute section of the actual copyrighted material. So while this isn't affecting live streams, it, it's, it's only affecting the after the fact. The right. thing is, you know, you won't be able... Gone are the days of the, the, the Twitch or the yeah, Twitch users who are playing something for hours and have some kind of background music, because otherwise it would suck. Right. Well, gone, they're not the days take out... of, gone are the days of, po of Pokemon. You have to mute that sound, so you can't do Pokemon there anymore. That's copyrighted. You can't do GTA. You have to make sure that that's completely out, or it'll mute your audio after, so which will can... affect you if you want to put it up on YouTube. So if you want to put it on YouTube, you have to make sure that nothing's there, otherwise they'll mute it, and you won't be able to put it up on YouTube. So even if the game you're playing is ha has music that's copyrighted, you won't right, be able to... Right, which is Pokemon, because Nintendos are a bunch of dicks, yeah, and they don't like their copyrighted music. A lot of games which have music in it that is like you know popular music, mm -hmm. you'll have to make sure you mute that, because that's copyrighted. So you can't have the radio the on and shit and Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. And... That's so stupid. Yep. So a lot of those kind of games which have the radios on or have just background music, yeah. Too so that, that's people... a big thing. There's too many people getting butt hurt and worried about suing each other. It's fucking stupid. Exactly. And because YouTube owns Twitch, they're implementing this whole thing. YouTube's great, but it's it's a big little whore when it comes to all this kind of stuff. Right. 
So a lot of people are super pissed off about this. And it's partially because Twitch, when they came out with the news, they did it really bad. <laughs> like they they straight out said, we're putting a copyright on. If you're if you're streaming something, you know, it's going to mute it. Like nothing will mute during the actual live stream. It'll and just... he's a Yeah, go ahead. Oh, it'll just mute uh, when the video is actually After saved. the fact. Once the program has a chance to go through all of the video and listen to it kind of thing. Because it's an automatic program. I'm going through the comments and this guy's like, Google's on a never-ending quest to ruin the internet but make it convenient <laughs> to browse. Yep, yep. <laughs> that's, so, that's yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, he's the, the owner of Twitch or the CEO of Twitch said that, and he's, you know, this could obviously change, but at the moment he said that there's no way that it will happen during a live stream, even if the ability becomes available to be able to do that during a live stream. Yeah, because then people will get off Twitch in no time. Exactly. They'll lose every but person on Twitch. I feel like, though, YouTube is going toward, you know, maybe trying to get rid of Twitch and make it so you have to do Google Hangout to stream anything. No, I don't think they do that because Google Hangouts, you can't have thousands of people watching you you can though if you make a live google hangout and it's a regular google hangout doesn't work that way you actually have to go into your your channel and actually set up a live broadcast with a title description everything and then you're able to actually have a bunch of people come in and you can make it to where every new person that comes in is muted they can't do anything except watch so you can have a good amount of people watching i don't know the actual number but you can definitely have at least hundreds watching a google hangout Oh, yeah, but I feel like YouTube, if they were going to do anything, they'd turn into a, uh, they'd start having their stream, making their streaming system better. Right, it's, which they do have, but, yeah, but it's, it's yeah, it's very subpar, yeah. Compared to so, Twitch. Yeah, there's, and there's probably like, going to be a lot more stuff like this, a lot people, of integration with YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, but people didn't like using YouTube as much, so they used Twitch, and now. Right. Well, for live streams, yeah. Google's forcing for sure. people towards YouTube again. Now. Yeah. To use Google Plus. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the stuff that comes along with this, like this is one of the things I wanted to get into. What are the implications for stuff like this? What do you mean you know? by implications? Well, like specifically, what's going to ha- happen to the people who play something forever and have music in the background? They'll probably be is banned. It... Their Twitch account will be banned or something. Or that's what I mean. Their is videos will just to... be mutilated with red <laughs> and mute. Or a bunch mutilated, of shitty pun intended. A bunch of shitty um. <laughs> Creative Commons music that's free to use. Yeah. Well, I mean, Creative Commons music is nice, don't get me wrong. Well, you have to find it, though. Yeah, but it's still nice it together. that people do that, but that's yeah. not the point. Right. People don't want to listen to that shit all the time. Right. It's easier just to have something like Pandora or one of those other streaming things yeah. that you use to just let music go in the background. Yeah. Um... Well, yeah, I'm a little worried as Twitch integrates more with YouTube. What's going to happen? I mean, yeah, we might not lose Twitch, but is Twitch just going to become more and more of a tool? Yeah, it'll probably be like a plug-in for Google Chrome now. That's what I'm worried about. You know, I'm worried about, like, because Twitch is such a good thing right now. Mm-hmm. What happens to people who are recording, like, conferences or, you know, competitions and stuff, and there's just music playing in the background? Like, what happens to that kind oh, of stuff? Like, like there's so like much Like a cheerleading stuff. competition, and then the girls are dancing some kind of music. <laughs> and it just... Well, I'm we just... won't have that anymore, because Justin TV is now officially not a thing. Oh, really? Yeah, Justin TV is gone. So, gone is the days of being able to stream, live stream, just regular stuff, not games. Really? At least 
unless you do it through YouTube. That's probably what you. That's probably why YouTube got rid of Justin, so you could use YouTube to stream regular stuff, and use Twitch to stream games. So you can only stream games on Twitch. That's the only thing you can stream. Well, that's what you're supposed to. That's what Justin TV was for: is to be able to stream other stuff, hmm. like news or whatever the hell else Justin TV was used for. I, I never, never knew really... Justin TV existed until two minutes. Yeah. Ago. Well, it was it was a part of Twitch. It was Justin TV and Twitch. Hmm. I don't know. I think maybe Twitch have, uh, bought them out at some point. But they're essentially the same thing. Just Justin TV is for non-gaming stuff, and Twitch is for gaming stuff. Hmm. So for Justin TV, you might see someone, you know, live streaming, I don't know, maybe a, a relay race or, you know, maybe a news uh, cast where they have like, you know, their news table and they're talking about the news of the day. Just, that's what Justin TV was for. Right. Okay. And then Twitch was for primarily games. Obviously, you can stream whatever the hell you want and get away with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you really wanted to. But I imagine at some point they're going to stop it because it's not a game. Yeah, that's know. basically what everything revolves around. Right. Twitch. That's what I always knew it for, for video games. Right, right. So, huh. yeah, that's all the stuff that happened this week with Twitch. Uh, what do you think about it all, ultimately? I don't know. I feel like they're just going to be like YouTube eventually. And like I said, Twitch is just going to be another... I mean, I use Google Chrome, but Twitch is just going to be another add-on to your Google Chrome. And it's yeah. not going to be a thing anymore. It's just going to be... Another tool of the Google world. <laughs> tool, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, especially since YouTube got them. Especially since YouTube got them. Well, Google got them. Well, Google, but it doesn't matter. It's the same difference. Google now. sunk its talons in. <laughs> yeah. Which is so, horrible. I mean, Google's good, but it's also bad. <laughs> oh, here we go. This this is a little bit more description of the audio scanning thing. It will scan for third-party mu- music in 30-minute blocks. If it detects its client's music, that portion of the video will not be muted. Or if, if it if it doesn't detect its client's music, that portion, that 30-minute portion, won't be muted. But if it detects it in a 30-minute scan block, it'll mute that entire block. Even if, let's say, I don't know, let's say your phone rings and you have some music playing on there. And it's only for, you know, a few seconds. They mute the entire block. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like YouTube's going to start doing this, though. Well, YouTube already kind of does. They do try to catch people. Like, you can't upload a GTA uh, 4 is the newest one. Uh-huh. 5. You can't upload a GTA video without muting the radio. If you don't mute the radio, your video will either be taken down or you'll get some kind of warning. Oh, yeah, so that's something on YouTube specifically. Like They already have the system kind of in place. Then there's all kinds of butthurt kids who get pissed at a video or something. They could just flag you for any kind of nonsense. And that right, right. YouTube looks but at it's that. primarily, it's, at least with GTA specifically, if you don't mute that in-game radio, you're not going to be able to upload it to YouTube. That's so stupid. So they do, yeah. It's, it's, it's very silly. Um, makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But it's still really stupid. Right. So what else do we have about it? I mean, really, I mean, it's a big topic, but it's it, they didn't release a whole lot. They released. They released. I guess it was just outrage more than anything. Yeah, there's a lot of. Obviously, there's gonna be a lot of Twitch users that are pissed because it's changed. Right. 
and gamers unfortunately don't like change as much. <laughs> well, it's not just change though; it's changing. It's restrictions. Stuff. It well, it's it's a lot of restrictions, really, mm-hmm. especially if they. Because this, this is what I think what's going to happen. They will come up with the ability to be able to mute to live streams. That mm-hmm. ability will come. It's only a matter of time if they don't already have something like that. They probably already and, do. Right. Now, the thing is, he says that will never be implemented. But honestly, dude, Google owns you. If enough you know, copyright holders come in and be like, no, Google's going to be like, you have to implement this. And it's, it's probably going to eventually come. Mm-hmm. People are going to take advantage of the live streams. And not care what happens to their videos after the fact. Yeah, Maybe more people get deleted anyway. Right. Maybe more people will record their videos on their own and put it up onto YouTube themselves. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's gonna come. He says it's not gonna come, but I think it's gonna come. You're gonna end up watching or you're gonna end up playing a game and it's gonna mute your audio or just stop it altogether and you're not gonna be able to stream. And I think that's gonna be a big thing. Especially with all the in-game music and stuff, like you, you know, it's gonna put so much, you know, hurt on the people who stream, making sure that everything is set right beforehand, or making sure that they have music no. to be able to play. Like, there's gonna be so much stuff they're gonna have to do to make sure it's all prepared ahead of time. And do they... it's not, it's not supposed to be like that. You're supposed to be able to go onto Twitch, hit the stream button, and fucking stream video. Yeah, but are they gonna instantly um, scan it the second you publish a video? Did they mention that? No, because I think it still takes time for the software to, mm-hmm. to go you know, through scan every everything. Video. Right. Yeah, so maybe there's probably some kind of delay. Make it, and then the second you publish it, download it to YouTube, and then that might yeah. be the way to get around it. You'd, you'd have to do everything at once. But mm-hmm. even then, if if it's that bad that they're muting it, chances are YouTube's not going to like it anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, it I'm depends sure. on how big you are. Yeah, I mean, if it's difference. us, I mean, they're yeah, probably right. Yeah, if it's us right now, <laughs> as we are yeah. right now, it would YouTube not probably doesn't us. even know we exist. <laughs> right, we can stream whatever the hell we want. <laughs> or we can <laughs> put stuff, whatever, we can put whatever the hell we want up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's um, that's that. Well, in it, speaking of Twitch and YouTube, uh, I uh, just to put it out there, I'm planning on... Um, making a series, which we've we've tried to do in the past, but I've never made a solid YouTube series. Because we're um, lazy. <laughs> or Minecraft series. So it's going to be a Minecraft series, and we've had a Yogscast complete pack server up for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to do like a magic oriented um, series right. on the Yogscast complete pack. So I wanted to put that out there to anyone that's listening. So look out for that on our YouTube account, which you can find by going to, you know, any of our links that we usually put in. <laughs> I may even do some Let's Plays here and there. Yeah. I don't know yet. We'll get some Josh actually in the Let's Play and stuff. Because, yeah, yeah the, unfortunately, the Yogscast Complete Pack as a server, it is very harsh on the system resources. Yeah. And one of the people that usually plays with us, King, he can't, his computer can't handle it. And Brian his internet necessarily can't handle it. So it's very tricky, but we'll, we'll try to get something out there he for that. He lives in Washington, but has the worst internet out of all of us. Yeah. How does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, well, I think it's just the <coughs> specifically there. Yeah. I don't think he can get, like, Comcast or anything in his area, so Google he's kind of screwed when it comes to cable internet. It's but anyway, <laughs> so look out for that. A little bit of plug-in there for us. So that's going to... 
that's that's going to be it, at least for this segment. Um, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye to Josh and move on to uh, The Legend of Korra. So yeah. thanks for being here with us, Josh. Oh, no problem. Um, it was talking to you. It was last minute, I know, because yeah. I didn't tell you till just a couple hours ago to go play the game and see what you thought. Yeah, yeah. So, it is what it is. Yeah, and you you had you had a good amount of say there, so it was good. You know, oh, yeah. you weren't quiet the whole time, so thank you for that. Oh, no problem. <laughs> and hopefully we'll have him on more often. Yeah. And uh, if I'm so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thanks for being here. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. So we'll go ahead and uh, move on to uh, our Legend of Korra review for the week, which is episode ten. Uh, episode ten is called oh, what was it called? Something about the queen. <laughs> Oh, where is it? Oh, long live the queen. Because, spoiler alert for anyone about to listen to this, the queen dies. <gasps> well, the the queen of the Earth Kingdom is killed. But we'll get, we'll get into that a little bit later. So I'm going to go ahead and read the description of this week's episode. So while en route to Ba Sing Se, Korra, and this is when their Korra is still locked up in chains, Korra and Asami manage to escape from their cell. But their attempt to commandeer the vessel results with them crash landing in the desert in Ba or no, in the desert. In Ba Sing Se, the Red Lotus hands over Mako and Bolin on condition that they get Korra. And so, you know, they make this deal. Korra and Asami work with the crew of the crash ship to repair it. But in their attempt to repair it, a sand creature destroys the vessel before taking off. And the sand creature is the whole reason they're trying to repair it and get out of there in the first place. Uh, so we go back to in jail. Mako rallies Bolin to metal bend them out, which I was really hoping to see, but Bolin fails. Meanwhile, Lin discovers the abandoned Jeep and radios Tonrak. I never understood who how to say that correctly to rendezvous at the Misty Palms Oasis. Uh, Asami and the airship crew constrict a makeshift sand sailor from the rubble to head to the same destination, uh, losing the sand creature in the chase. In Ba Sing Se, Zaheer overhears that Korra has escaped, and the Red Lotus takes down the Dali, the queen of the Earth Kingdom. Uh, Zaheer subdues, or no, Dali. Red Lotus takes down the Dali. I think, no, the Dali are, the, are, her, um, are her bodyguards. My bad on that. They're the guys with the big hats. Uh, Zahir subdues the Earth Queen and publicly announces that Ba Sing Se now belongs to the people. Now he says subdues the Earth Queen, but it looks like he kills her. He has her in what would be the equivalent of a chokehold, but an airbending chokehold. He's like sucked all the oxygen out of her lungs and she's just like sitting there choking to death. And he's, you know, like, haha, this is what you deserve. But uh, so he subdues quotation marks and publicly publicly announces that bossing say now belongs to the people um everett shit goes crazy uh gazan gazan destroys a section of the oh it's the lava bender um earth bender lava bender guy uh he destroys a section of the outer wall and the city is thrown into chaos um so he's pretty much opened up all the walls so like the inner inner city and outer city are all combined Korra and Asami arrive at the oasis, finding Tonrak and Zuko and Lin at the tavern, which is funny um, because when they're when they're when it shows the oasis as a whole, you see actually the dragon, just the, the his red dragon in a tiny bit. 
at the bottom of the screen. So you're like, oh, is Zuko there? Because you don't know that Zuko's there the whole time. They hear the radio announcing that the Earth Queen is no longer in power. And that's the description of that's pretty much everything that happens. So let's go ahead and get a little more in-depth in the episode. So in routes to Ba Sing Se, Korra and Asami are locked up. This is my thing. She's locked up in these chains and belts and stuff, and the guard comes in, and he's like, and she's like, can I have some water? And he's like, no, uh, you're not getting any water. You're not getting any earth. You're not getting um, any fire. I, even though firebenders can make fire from nothing, I don't understand that. And you're, and I'm not giving you any. Well, he's like, well, we can't give you, we can't, we can't do anything about the air, but that's beside the point. So, all that aside, you know, they don't want to give her any water or anything because she might bend it. She just learned metal bending, and half of that contraption that's holding her down is metal, like the the straps are going through metal rings, and the actual thing behind her is metal. Why did she not metal bend herself out of there? I don't understand that. But that's beside, that's 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 yeah. That we'll go past that. We'll move past that and say because of storyline reasons they couldn't do that. But they didn't know she can metal bend. So uh, anyway, so Asami manages to trick the guard into attaching herself to a, a railing that's super weak and she's able to get herself out of there she goes under the ship or whatever because again she's an engineer so she knows and her family built this particular ship no a rival built this ship really cheaply but she knows the design so she goes under you know cora makes a fuss she beats the guard not to death but knocks him out <laughs> with a pipe and you know they escape and the ship goes down and whatnot um so yeah and then you have the sand beast which is just you know digging its way through the thing because at first she's like we need to fix the airship and get out of here but the crew's like no you're our prisoner we're not going anywhere but then the sand beast shows up and it's like oh shit we really need to get out of here now before we die so that's the whole reason they actually get into you know putting the ship back together which again she uses air bending to clean out the ship and they talk about her using metal bending to fix the rudders and the propellers but she never actually you never actually see her using it whether or not she used it i don't know but for some reason they didn't want to show her doing any metal bending i don't know maybe they didn't want to overplay it but i was hoping for some more metal bending anyway so you know the ship's destroyed they're like oh crap we have no ship but we still have a whole bunch of wreckage so they're going to make themselves a sand sled like the um sandbenders did back in avatar days so you know they put the sail up on there and all that stuff and I'm 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 skipping a lot of stuff. I'm just going on this storyline right now, just in case people are lost. It's it's kind of weird for me to do this without another person talking back to me, but so it's, it's my first time doing this solo, so I'm trying to get details as much as possible. And so you know they they get on the air, the airship and they fly away, and or not fly away, but they you know glide away, and they get to bot or they get to the oasis where they meet everybody. Now this is the other interesting part that I wasn't sure about. I was expecting, I was very much expecting to see um, Mako and Bolin at the Oasis show up, or at least be there ahead of time. Because when the whole city's in chaos and they release all the prisoners, they don't release Mako and Bolin. And they, they, you know, they go up to Mako and Bolin, and they're like, I'm going to let you go, but I need you to bring a message to the Avatar. So you're thinking, okay, so they're going to let them go and they're going to bring a message to the Avatar. I was really expecting them to bring a message to the Avatar. 
I guess maybe that'll happen in the next episode, but I was expecting them to be there. I don't know. So, that aside, the city goes into chaos. Everyone's like, ah, you know, they're stealing stuff and they're going crazy. And, you know, the queen's, I don't know, dead or she's not dead. It looked like he killed her straight up, though. And he says he killed her when he's telling the rest of the city. So, maybe the description is just wrong and she's just subdued, but I'm pretty sure she's dead. Which, great. That Earth Queen was stupid, and she was mean, and she was super tired. She was bad. <laughs> I can't say words. So it's great that she's gone, but to just replace that with chaos, that's not going to be good. That's no bueno. So, you know, the whole idea behind this episode is that here is doing what he went out to promise he'd do. The entire point of the Red Lotus is to bring the entire world into chaos or into their minds balance so everything is even and fair and so he does this to the city which i don't necessarily agree with and this is getting a little bit more into the philosophy of the idea is it really fair when the strong like you and your team of four are the strongest people is it really fair and even when the strong are going to be the ones in power and the weak are going to be the ones killed it's not really that fair, is it? Yeah, there's even chances, but the chances of the weaker ones making it, the chances of the stronger ones making it are very much different. And for the most part, at least in the city of Ba Sing Se, the strong ones are like the bad people, are the people who steal, are the people who kill. They're the bad they're not bad guys, but they're the thieves and the murderers. Those are the strong people in the city. Or at least the the rich aristocrats. But those guys aren't going to last long. So the people who are going to be in power are the people who are just going to be the worst people anyway. So it's not, it's not very much of a balance. But his, in his crazy mind, that equals balance. And maybe in our world, it might a little bit better equal that. But in the world of Avatar, I don't know. So he gets his wish kind of, at least in the, in the city of Ba Sing Se, one step closer to his ultimate plan. And, you know, it's just the first step, even though I, I imagine the rest of the Earth Kingdom will come into play. And so it, it's all very chaotic. It's all very crazy. But at the end, we get to see Zuko and again, Tanrak. Oh, Tanrak. It's <laughs> it's her father. It's Korra's father. Oh, it's been such a long time since we've seen him. So he's there and it's like, so what's going on? And, you know, the world's going to shit. So. What are we going to see? Uh, Zuko's there. Zuko's with the Avatar. They're very close to Ba Sing Se. They're in the Oasis. It's not that far off. So are we going to see Zuko going in there? And maybe we're going to be able to see some Zuko against the uh, Boom Boom Bang Girl. <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of her life me, but she's the she's the firebender. Will we see maybe a her versus Zuko, which we already kind of saw um, earlier in the season? But we, get, we saw him kind of get his ass kicked. Well... He didn't fight her. The dragon. The, his dragon versed her, and she beat the dragon. The dragon didn't die or anything, but at least in that initial fight, she got the upper hand. So maybe we'll see a Zuko versus her, or a Zuko versus, I don't know, uh, a Zahir, maybe. So we'll actually get one of the old characters coming in with this character. and Yeah, so it should be very interesting. We're still not sure what his ultimate plan is with the Avatar. Maybe he wants to take... Um, 
the spirit out of her and give it to himself. Maybe he still thinks he can convince her somehow because she is still just a teenager and still very young. So, you know, maybe that's a possibility. Not really sure what his ultimate plan here is. So, you know, hopefully next episode we'll find out. We only got about two or three more episodes to go. So look forward to that. Um, I can't tell you whether or not Brian will be here next week. Uh, if he's not, we'll have Josh again, or we might even have King or Jonah. He, I think he's been watching Avatar, so maybe we'll be able to see him bring in some uh, perspective. Um, uh, like I said earlier, if you have any suggestions, either games for us to play or topics for us to talk about, like the whole um, Twitch thing, go ahead and you know get in contact with us on Twitter, uh, at Avalon Pending. You can go to our website, avalonpending.com. Otherwise, our main podcast website, which is podcast.avalonpending.com, has links to everything, including our iTunes uh, feed. So if you have iTunes, you can get it there now. Um, we got everything relatively well set up now. We've got a good uh, format going. Obviously, if you have any suggestions for changing the format, by all means, but we got a good format going. We got a good uh, feel going for this, and uh, when it comes to iTunes and our website, everything's really well set up. So if you have any suggestions, you can go to all those places, our forums, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. We're thinking of putting together maybe a uh, subreddit eventually for Avalon Pending, so you'll be able to go there, but that's don't that's not a thing yet, so don't go looking for it. Um, again, like I was saying earlier, we're going to try to do a YouTube or a, a Minecraft series in YouTube. So you can go check that out. And uh, yeah, that's that's really about everything. Otherwise, I'm Steve. Thanks for watching. Check us out next week. We're on every Monday. And uh, thanks again to uh, Josh for showing up on short notice like that. That was really cool of him. And yeah, that's really about it. 